0: Hello and welcome again to your Life and God podcast. We appreciate you listening. As we have conversations about God and our lives and how he has purposed our lives here on this earth and his purpose for us to have a relationship with him in the abundance of his grace, mercy, and his goodness. This week's episode is one that's much needed. Encouragement for brothers and sisters that are yet unclear. Affirmation for some of us who question. And it's all about biblical principles, our conversations, based upon the word of God, so that we may also grasp hold of the greatness of our God and understand his love when he sent his son, Jesus Christ. And what that all entails, and then the end result, who are we once we step into the faith? Because there's only one faith. Not what the modern world says. And this is not debatable because the word of God says that there is one faith, one spirit. One baptism. Don't know all that it means because that's up to the wisdom of our great God. But it's just for us to believe. As a matter of fact, Jesus said that when he was about to go to his purposed or finished work, and that's on the cross. And he says all of this, and it was written in one of the gospels, all of this was written down so that you may believe. That's all that God asks, and he will, through his spirit, work On all the rest that is needed to bring us to his ultimate desire for each one of us. And that is that we come into the knowledge of the truth. Not that we become all-knowing, but in the knowledge of the truth. God gives us what is needed for each one of us to thrive and grow in his son and in a relationship with him. So let's begin. This episode, interestingly enough, explains and talks about who is a Christian. And let us begin in the beginning. Jesus never said, when you follow me, you become a Christian. The term, as a matter of fact, Began after the church, Jesus' ascension, the church was beginning. And the church means ecclesia. That means the gathering, a gathering. And fundamentally, it occurred in the assembly in buildings. Started out the assembly of people's houses, as a matter of fact. And then we decided to build buildings. Similar to the temples, the semagods and all of that of the ancient world And then to identify who we are supposedly in the world So who is a Christian and what is Christianity? It's very simple A Jew can be, believe in Jesus Christ and remain a Jew a Hindu can believe in Jesus Christ and remain with all of the delights of celebration of what that culture is. So long as it does not include worshiping any things or any other God. Because the distinction in Christianity is very simple. And Paul writes this to encourage us and to define the doctrine of faith. And that is believing, one, that God, that there is one God, one true and living God. And the Bible does express that that one true and living God had appeared to various individuals, what we call epiphanies, experiences with messengers of God spirit the spirit of God and often scriptures would reference as in when God visited Abraham right before judging Sodom and Gomorrah it said that the Lord appeared and then it referenced two messengers appearing in white so they are called epiphanies but that Those epiphanies were to express to individuals that God is present and that there is one God. It was much needed because at that time of Abraham, whom God called out, there were pagan worships in which God didn't call them religions. He said, and the word of God says that they worshiped other, G-O-D-S. Small d, small g-o-d-s, meaning man-made gods are mystical, mythical images. But they are not the one true living God. So what is needed? The one true living God who started out to have relationship with Adam, which was called humanity, which represented God spending time with us And Eden, we know what happened. But the most important thing and encouragement for us, the separation of spiritual death that occurred when Adam sinned and the whole God's creation was thrown into not only chaos, but into a separation from him and then God. Proposes that each one of us, not through who or where we live or what culture or nation we were born into. God has come for individuals and he's calling each one of us individually. Though we may be nations and people, God calls us individually. So whether we are practicing Hinduism, it is not any criticism of any practice, but to share the truth, the gospel, which is the good news that salvation has come and is available to the whole world. And this choice, as a matter of fact, it's significant whether we be child or whether we be 90 years old. Once the light touches, and that's why the message is continuing to be shared and spread it throughout the world to say that God is not coming to judge anyone, but by his grace you can enter. He's not looking how many times we bow down in any temple nor how many sacrifices we have made. Because he will send his spirit, which is the spirit of truth, to explain to us once we have recognized the light of God and enter into enlightenment that there is only one true living God and that one true living God is reaching out in this hour where there still may be confusion still may be unclear, still may be questions on whether or not there's many ways to enter into the ultimate, which man thinks the ultimate is getting into heaven and then enjoying oneself. However, God came that we can have some enjoyment here and as he expresses and shows himself more and more through experience through his son, who lets us and helps us along the way and his spirit who teaches us who God is and measures more and more and more. So that when we get to the ultimate destination, which is the next phase of age, and that is eternal life. So let's begin. what is a Christian? A Christian is a Hindu who says, "I believe that God, a Hindu, a Muslim, a Jew, a Gentile, Jehovah witness any of those particular practices, Mormon, Buddhism, any of those when God shows that he his son to you, and you accept and say, God indeed sent his Son, Jesus Christ the Messiah, the only way, and Jesus and Paul writes in Romans. Uh, That believing that Jesus Christ is him and him crucified is the power unto salvation. That's a point of enlightenment. But God, in scriptures, it just says in Romans chapter, uh, significantly beginning from Romans chapter 1 through, I would suggest anyone, through chapter 10. Because it spells out the doctrines specifically. And very, uh, it's very insightful in addition to being very clear. It explains, and Paul writes, that this is the confession of faith, faith, a distinction from anyone who thinks that I can wear any emblem to identify me as a Christian It's a misnomer because Christianity is a transformation of the heart. As a matter of fact, Jesus comes and gives us a new heart whereby we can see, process, and understand the things of God through the Spirit of God. And then our thinking and understanding, and more importantly, our perspective begin to be changed. Our heart whereby... We can represent God and love unconditionally. That's the ultimate. But John says, this is, a, uh, Paul says, this is, writes, this is what it is. That anyone that can say that Jesus Christ is the son of God that came in the flesh. Right, and God rolls him from the grave. That's a confession of faith. That's an indication that one has received a measure of enlightenment. Paul says that's the confession of faith. It's not just the Western world because God sent out, as a matter of fact, the Spirit of God descended on the day of Pentecost, to even those that were from Arabia, from Iran. So the news was spread by the early church early on. As a matter of fact, many the spirit uh, was exposed at that time, and the gospel was spread to Egypt, to Arabia, Iran, to the the regions of the Black Sea, Aegean Sea, throughout the Mediterranean area. And that was the early church. And now the gospel is being spread. But to you, listener, to you, brother and sister, God is still reaching out to say that this is what is a believer in Jesus Christ. The Romans identified along the way because Rome was in control. And as a matter of fact, Greek was the normal language. But the term Christian in the early church was formed and was stated by a Roman official referring to an adherent meaning a follower of Jesus Christ at that time was seen to be a rebel because it dispelled all of man-made gods and identified that God himself sent through his son. Came, Emmanuel, that means God with us, came. And it's, it's very simple. Believing. Believing. That Jesus Christ is the Son of God who came in the flesh and rose from the dead. That's the beginning of the confession. Jesus then tells us and the Gospel of Matthew that the Holy Spirit will come to those that believe. Another indication of continuing. And then he tells His disciples before he leave and lets us know that we must continue on. It's confession. It's not a one-time thing. That's why we refer to it as a relationship. Jesus becomes real to us. And we also become to know the one true living God. Jesus' reference to his disciples before he left, particularly Peter, others were involved. It says that continue on in the strength until you are converted. So conversion is a process so it lets you know that confession of faith is not one time continuing to allow what we call the development of the transformation of the new creature And you do become anew when you accept the Lord Jesus Christ. But the confession of faith is that one thing. But Jesus indicates, continue on in me. And you will see the evidence of belief is that the Spirit of God, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. From the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the equipping and this is another indication of believing you become my witnesses, is what Jesus says. It was not just for the disciples. And a disciple means a learner. A witness is moderndom. Uh, that is, it's actually the word formed uh, from Greek. It is the Greek the English version of moderndom is that you die. But this is the word in Greek is moderndom. And that is. And the reference of several episodes did indicate that the apostles were witnesses who are messengers. But, the, but they are witnesses who were. Um, and the witness in, in, in Greek is actually the word martyr. So uh, just a clarification of that. But what is Christianity? Christianity, again, that word, that term is not just of the Western world because God came for everyone to believe and recognize his purpose for the man whom he loves, regardless of the culture, the area, region in the world that we live, or any Identification of our birth. Believing that God sent His Son, that's all it takes. And that Son, that term Son, is the Son of God who died and rose from the grave, who appeared in the flesh, died and rose from the grave. Shall be saved that's a confession of faith that is a Christian a Christian is one that continues and develops relationship with God, not in an outward appearance but truly things like the joy that one can't express the peace and turmoil those are the fruits that would appear as one in measures as each one or each believer grows deeper and deeper in faith in Christ and in trust of what and who he is and his authority over all things so christianity is very simple it's believing allowing jesus step by step take us along the way It is connecting. It is studying the word. But all of these things come as we walk and grow. And fear not. Because Jesus says they'll kick you out of the synagogue because of me. And they will put you to death thinking that they are doing the work of God. Jesus says this, and it lets us know also that the world hates us. Why? There's not any other place where so much except that God has come, letting man know that man is man and his creation. And there will be those who will fight against that and want the simple way. The broad way. I can go anyway and be complacent, compromising, practice when I want, say when I want that I believe, and still get to the ultimate destination, which is life eternal. That is not so. That leads to destruction. And my brothers and sisters, this is not any criticism or any judgment. God says, I've sent my son. And clearly reveals throughout the scriptures, the narratives of his encounters with his creation man, and though they be in specific regions, and though he may have utilized specific individuals the ultimate plan as expressed in the prophets Isaiah and Ezekiel was not only to the Jews but to the Greek, the barbarians, the gentiles, etc., to provide salvation for the whole entire world. Not in judgment because we are already judged prior to Jesus, not in condemnation we were all ready, condemned prior to Jesus. He comes showing his mercy, his love, and offering his grace to each and every one of us. And it's my prayer, be not offended. God is not saying anyone's life is wrong. He is saying instead, I'm sending to you my grace and my love. Accept ye, and I will show you all that is needed for you to enter into the power of salvation and kept unto the day of redemption. Till the next time, sharing God's blessings. We know a Christian is one who by the Holy Ghost can say, that I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who came in the flesh and rose from the grave. We'll allow God that same confession to allow Christ to show him and her the way to the next time sharing God's blessing.